Hey, hi everybody, and welcome to episode 39 of the Double XP Podcast, your one-stop shop for video game news, personal opinions, and the occasional rabbit hole. I am the bass dropping Mike, and joining me today is Oh, I'm just the person who mixes Mother Nature's music. There you go. <laughs> that will make sense at the end of the episode. But what's your name? Oh, I'm Patrick. There we go. Hi. Hi. Uh, well, yep. and this is the newest episode of the Double XP Podcast, as I just stated probably 20 seconds ago. Uh, other than that, uh, we're just going to go ahead and tell you this episode is going to be a little bit different compared to other ones, uh, just due to the fact that we're going to give you the what we've been doing, the little bit of news that we have. But we're also going to edit in an interview that we are having later today. So we have no information on it right now besides the little fun facts that Patrick has for us. Uh, but that will be in this episode. And then if you stay tuned for the very end of the episode, we have a blooper reel. Yeah, it's, that's why uh, the Mother Nature's mixer is going to make sense at the end of the episode. So yeah, yeah. stick around because it, it it's either going to be funny or going to go, what the heck? <laughs> but you're going to get like candid me and Michael. So this is what happens before we get ready. Yeah, every time. It's like a little look into the to the life of us before we get on a podcast <laughs> behind the scenes it's deleted scenes it's like yeah, pretty a much pretty director much. commentary it's something like that yeah it's basically a dvd if you remember those and if you're too young to know what a dvd is i'm sorry oh, man do you mean a blu-ray get out and just wait till they just wait till they hear the words a laser disc mm, i actually never does. owned a laser disc did you ever own a Laserdisc? I don't think so. I had a lot of VHSs and cassettes. Yeah, Laserdiscs weren't very popular. They were kind of like DVDs, but they were ahead of their time, I think. I had records, and those oh, are coming back. They are coming back, which is fine with me. I just don't have a record player. Ditto. And some of the new record players are almost too clear. Like, they lose that slight staticky noise that comes with the needle on the record which is a really nice sound it's just like the what is it retrospecting of it no i don't know the word for it the nostalgia that's it oh yes the nostalgia yes that's it but that's what happens with times i mean everything's changing every six weeks we got something new or something more innovative yeah i know i bought my phone back two years like three weeks later it was outdated and i was like that was the newest phone on the market yep same here and i'm the one that usually updates every six weeks but i'm just like i'm gonna save the money yeah i'm just glad that uh, samsung keeps sending updates to this thing because i just got one ui uh one ui 3.1 i guess is what it is did you get android 11 yet hmm Maybe, possibly. Maybe. The best thing to do is download Smart Switch on your computer and use it to back up your phone and update your phone. Because you get the most secure version of this software because you're not doing it over the air. So what? It, so does that mean I can keep getting the updates even when Samsung doesn't push them out to my phone specifically? Well, it just means you'll get a more secure version of it. But once they're done with that phone, they're going to be with, done with that phone. Well, I'm sure if you could backdoor phone, a... You can plug right. into and be like, restore to this phone. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like iTunes, but for Samsung. Hmm. Okay. 
Interesting. Mm -hmm. If not, there's an app out there that'll make your phone look like whatever you want it to look. Is that the uh, the Nova launcher? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. I think I have Nova launcher. I just don't think I use it. And I don't know why. Best 99 cents I paid for. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Well, Patty, what have you been doing this week? Uh, let's see. This week, well, I've been doing some school. This project, if you can see it behind me, if you're watching, you know, video-wise, is a project that I'm working on for my art class, 3D Dimensional Design. Or three-dimensional design, not 3D-dimensional. But uh, it's one that I uh, do to some life things, and then spring break happening at a really bad time with that. I didn't get my supplies until two weeks after everybody else got there. So I'm, I started two weeks behind. So yeah. And it's due, it's due Wednesday. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, when this thing goes live, it's due tomorrow. And if you're listening to it on Wednesday, because it came out on Tuesday, you're like, Oh yeah, it's due today. And, uh, yeah, I still got, I still got a decent amount of work to do on it. I'll get it done though. It's going to be pretty cool, too. There you but go. That's been, that's been most of my week, that and, you know, the other school stuff. But I have got to play, no, nah, not really anything. I played Rocket League for about 20 minutes the other night, and then I've played Pokemon Empyrean, which is a fan-made game a little bit, but not a lot of it. Huh. Well, I mean, once you get done with that project, you're going to have to post a photo on the social media so everybody has a visual of what you were talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah, okay, yeah, that'd be cool. I could do that. Just uh, check the date, y'all. He's going to post it once he's done, come Wednesday. I don't know what day that is. Is that what, April 1st? That is, no, that's the 31st. 31st, so March 31st. Look at our social medias and you'll see his project. Yeah, hopefully it's done and in and, uh, you know, completely looking good. It's I've actually had to cut back on some of the things I wanted to do because it was going to be really intricately designed. And it's going to be way more simple now because all I mean, it's just got to meet the requirements of the project, but I was going to make it look really cool, but I can't do that anymore. Oh, biscuits. I can't, I can't do all the fancy cuts and stuff I want to do on it. Double biscuits. Yeah. Still going to be cool, though. That's all that matters. As long as you think it's cool and as long as it gets you a passing grade. That's right. Awesome day, possum. Uh, what, have, what have you been doing this week? Workity, workity, work. Yeah, sounds about right. Traveling from one part of the state to the other, and then being told that morning when I'm supposed to start work, hey, you're going to be out there next week, so we just need you to come back. So drive all uh, the way back to home. <laughs> just like thanks. I go. Mm. Thanks, well, guys. It's, uh, it's playing Switch, played some more Persona 5 Scramble. Mm -hmm. uh, I bought a new game that went on sale that I've been waiting to drop in price, which is Metaverse Keeper, which is like this fun little cartoon style uh, roguelite. And then, of course, my horrible, horrible drug addiction, Dead by Daylight, because I just hate myself that much. <laughs> but I've been trying to do all the weekly and daily challenges on there via Survivor and via Killer, playing the Survivor. It's a pain in the butt when you're playing with blueberries because it's more of a communication game. Like, hey, I'm over here working on this. Can you go save that person? Or, hey, I'm doing this. Or, hey, do you see this? Or, hey, this, 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 this. When you're playing by yourself, you're just like, one person gets hooked and then everybody just scrambles to get them because you don't know who's going after them. 
and then right. you're playing as killer you just play with very toxic people uh <laughs> if you play dead by daylight and you are a pc player just know i do not like you as a pc player but i probably like you as a person but when you play okay. that game i do not like you because that's all right you know, we, don't, we don't have to be friends it's whatever i just find it unfair that pc people can do the 360 like no, they can do the 180 and the 360 10 times easier than controller people, like consoles. Yeah. And then when it comes to the flashlight, they just have better aim because all they got to do is just move a mouse and poof, they're shining the light at somebody. When it yep. comes to controllers, you have to move the joystick and have it like in the right spot, and there's no way of keeping it steady or anything like that. So I get blinded all the time. I drop killer, I mean, survivors all the time. I'm just like, ugh. So I get toxic, and I just start putting traps everywhere and just tunneling people. <laughs> I can't hear people. Tunnel. I will tunnel you if you flashlight me seven times in a row. Well, that's better than being flashlight seven times in a row. <laughs> that sounds like it'd be draining. And now, and now we're gonna have to put this as an eighteen and older episode. Well done, me. Hey. Well, Patty, we do have a little bit of news. Uh, so the way we're gonna form this episode as we'll talk about our news and then later in the episode you'll hear us cut over and we'll start doing an interview with uh, some people who are creators of board games that is what on kickstarter right now it is it is on kickstarter the game's called bear attack yeah so it's a board game called bear attack it's over on kickstarter we're going to interview the creators and what was their inspiration behind it and what are the steps they've taken so far how's it been like working with kickstarter uh what's their main goal what are their stretch goals and then give us a little bit of a rundown of how the game plays. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're also going to be recording it with video. So you'll be able to check out our YouTube page and actually get a video of all this stuff. So you get to see the board game and see some of the way it's run, the mechanics of it and stuff. So that'd be cool. Yep, yep, yep. So that'll be later in this episode. Mm-hmm. So the news part will be a little bit short because we feel like this uh, interview might take up a big chunk of it. So yeah. we're going to get straight right. into the news. Here we go. All right. First off, uh, some stuff that stuck out to me is a game called Back for Blood. Mm -hmm. Uh, Back for Blood is a Warner Brothers game, and it's an upcoming first-person cooperative zombie shooter from Turtle Rock Studios, the critically acclaimed development team behind the ever-popular Left 4 Dead franchise. Did you ever play Left 4 Dead? I did. I played Left 4 Dead 4. There's only one and two. What am I thinking of? I have no idea. What's the one where the thumb's removed? It's just a four on the... That's that's left for dead, but it's the four is for the word four. Left for dead. Okay, maybe that's what it is. Whatever it is, it's the latest one. So left and I only played, I only played the multiplayer stuff. Like where there's hordes of stuff chasing you and you gotta kill it all. Get fuel, fill up the car. Blink, 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 blink. I haven't played the story. There's like screamers and exploding zombies and stuff. I mean, there's uh, hunters that scream and there's boomers that explode, but... Yeah, so those. Those? Does the hunter look like a, a woman? She's, she like screams and it like does bad things to you? No, the hunter looks like some uh, goth kid in a hoodie. Oh, well, maybe it wasn't left for that. Maybe I'm thinking of something totally different. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. That just looks like what I'm thinking of. 
because Left 4 Dead, the only time you ever get gas is to throw at zombies and then shoot it to explode. No, yeah, I mean, I know that. No, this is definitely the game. So, But we were playing like this, uh, it was like a mode for multiplayer and um, like to win, like it was like endless hordes of zombies and to win you had to get like 10 gas tanks to a car and fill it up, which was nearly impossible because every time you got one, the hordes got bigger and stronger. I'm pretty sure it was this game. Well, then, but like I said, it wasn't like a story or anything. It was just, it was just a form of, uh, yeah, this is it. It's gotta be it. Well, all in all, it's a great game. It's a great yeah. company. Yeah. But uh, they came out to Twitter this week and stated that they'll be pushing back the game. It was supposed to release this summer. Uh, Charter Rock Studios is working hard to make Back for Blood the best game it can possibly be at launch. Because I guess they don't want a Cyberpunk 2077 miss out. No, I would assume not. And the team needs more time to do this. Therefore, we will release Back for Blood on October 12th, 2021. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there will still be an open beta this summer. But I'm happy about that just coming out and being like, hey, we need more time. We want this to be best. We don't want it to have a hiccup like there have been in other places. Uh, so from here on out, I, I just wish companies would do this. Just like be up front and be like, hey, mm-hmm. we need more time. So we're going to push it back. Sorry for the inconvenience. If you don't like it, well, you're I mean, not people- working on it. Right. The, I mean, the companies, especially like these big corporate companies, you know, like, uh, oh, goodness, I'm drawing a blank. Who did Cyberpunk? CD, CD Project Red. Oh, CD Project Red. Like, they're, they're the ones who told the production crew, hey, y'all got to force this game out. We can't wait any longer. Don't I mean, death threats. do that. I know, like, which is ridiculous. Like, back it up. Also, people, if you're given death threats for a game not releasing, you're part of the problem. You need to reevaluate your life. Yeah, you should probably rethink everything you're doing. Uh, but seriously, like, let the game finish development. Let it be a complete game when it comes out. Which I'm really hoping that's why Elder Scrolls Six is taking so long. Like the reason why we heard about it two years ago or three years ago and haven't heard anything since. I'm okay with it. I can wait. Just make it the perfect game. But I swear if that game comes out and it sucks, oh, oh, going to have problems. Well, I mean, Bethesda was just a finally completely purchased by Xbox. That is true. Is that what I've absorbed them? No. Uh, but to go back to what you said just a second ago, release a complete game. Is any game ever really complete because of all the DLC? No, no, no. There, I haven't. No. And uh, it's different, I guess, if the DLC comes out as free. And I can say, oh, you release the base game complete. But if you're making me pay for DLC that continues the story, we have a problem. That's another problem. Yeah, because I mean, basically, you're just giving me uh, a bun with like whatever type of meat you're eating on the sandwich. And yeah. then the condiments, the add ons, the seasoning. The fries on the that. side. <laughs> like everything else is just extra. And they're like, well, yeah, it's like they go, oh, okay, here's your burger, and you eat it, and it doesn't have anything on it. And you go, that, I mean, that was good, but 
could have been better. And I go, oh, by the way, here's your lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, onions, cucumbers. cucumbers. Why would you put that on a sandwich? Mustard, mayonnaise, you know, whatever else you put on there. Oh, here's your side of fries. I'm like, well, when I ordered this meal, I expected to get all of this with it. But you gave me just the burger on a bun. Yeah. Well, and I how ate it. Video games work nowadays. Now I have to eat this other stuff separate. Or, or you could wait like a year after the year edition the burger, <laughs> and then get the burger that actually has everything on it for a wee bit cheaper of a price. Yeah, I have done that. Many have the done game of the year editions. I did it with Oblivion, and I didn't expect. Oblivion was the first Elder Scrolls game I played, and I did not expect to get Oblivion and then be completely absorbed by it. And I was, and it was like it was a scary time. Like I didn't, I don't know, I don't remember what I did with my life around that time, but I knew I was playing Oblivion. There you go. You were playing video games and hours and hours and hours. And hours, and I may have had a girlfriend, and we may have broken up during that time because I was probably playing Oblivion, and I probably don't remember when it happened because I was probably playing Oblivion. Mm, well, I mean, it just goes to show you that sometimes video games can consume your life. Sometimes they're more important than the thing. Oh, that's not what we're talking about. But <laughs> they're never more important than your than your IRL life. You sure? No, but. I don't know. I really like playing as a Phoenix Immortal Rising and then being chased by a killer then going yeah. forward. Speaking of Phoenix Immortal Rising, I literally have it sitting on my Xbox and I have yet to play it. Ugh, loser. I know. I, I, it's like ready to go. I just haven't done it. It's, it's going to happen though because... Assassin's Creed meets Breath of the Wild. I know. and I'm, it's Like it's killing me. That I, I sit here and look at it like every day and I go, I can't play it. I'll be on it for hours. And the new DLC just launched for it. Uh, sorry, it'll happen soon. Once, there you go. Maybe after this project and maybe school stays normal, I'll have time again, but I'm playing catch-up right now, so. Yeah. I don't like catch-up. I'm more of a relish person. I'm playing relish right now. Ooh, there we go. Yeah. You're relishing in the moment of school. Well, let's not get carried away. But you have to. You're paying for it. Uh, the government's paying for it because I'm an Good. adult. That's the best thing. That is the I best said, thing. I said, oh, you're an adult and you don't have a degree? <laughs> and I was like, hey, don't laugh at me. And they said, well, guess what? You can go for free. But you can go to either a technical school or a community college. And I was like, okay, well, I'd like to do graphic design stuff. So maybe if I get a associates in art, that'll be a good step. There you go. So that's what I'm doing. I get to go talk to a school person on May. Ooh, what are you doing? I'm going to go to trade school for getting my license in massage therapy. Ooh, really? Mm-hmm. Is it weird to give your friends massages? Man, I no, slurred those really. words. Yeah. <laughs> that's a real weird way. Is it weird to, to give your friends massages? <laughs> my mouth just refused to open when I was saying those words. It was like, just like, uh, why'd you add that at the end of it? I'm a little scared. <laughs> I don't want to give you a massage. No, but it's, uh, to hopefully help me 
with the fact that uh, ooh, my good friend Jasmine is going to come back to Nashville after she gets her chiropractic's license and her mm-hmm. doctorates. And mm-hmm. I was just like, well, do you need a massage therapist on staff? And she's like, more than likely. I was like, all right, I'm going to go do it. That way I have a job lined up when you move back here in two years. Heck yeah. So she's going to start her own practice. Mm-hmm. Her own chiropractic practice. Mm. Okay. So I've had this vision of starting my own practice too, but not in physical therapy or massage therapy or anything like that. But it's in it's a graphic design studio. Actually a design studio, but that's a different conversation for a different time. Hmm. I might know some people who might be interested because me working at Best Buy, a lot of Best Buy employees are graphic designers. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll talk to you afterwards. Yeah. Also, guys, if y'all like doing art and you like doing graphic design or animation or anything like that, just hit me up. I got an idea. We'd love to take free, uh, free drawings and all that fun stuff to help our channel. <laughs> that, basically, like too. a reverse ad. We're asking you to give us free stuff. That too. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Awesome. Awesome. Well, moving on to the next little bit, we've got Xbox Live rebranded. Yeah. How about that? I don't like this, but that's okay. Mm. Microsoft is rebranding Xbox Live to Xbox Network. Instead of new branding starting appearing on the Xbox dashboard recently for beta testers, the clip uploading to Xbox Network instead of Xbox Live. Microsoft has now confirmed that there is a name change. Uh, I don't, I don't like this. Not liking Xbox Network. No, I just feel like it's following PlayStation or any other online service that just calls itself Network. Like uh, Xbox Live had this cool ring, and it just flowed. Now, I, I would have said drop the gold because I think that sounds stupid. But Xbox yeah. Live. Well, I mean, they kind of did. They just went Xbox Live Ultimate. Um, sort of. I don't know. I think the reason why they're going network is because they're trying to get rid of the disparity between Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass. Mm. I want them to. I think they want them to be one. So they're just going to call it Xbox Network and merge them. Okay. That's that's, a, that's the theories I saw online. Yeah. The article over on The Verge says the Xbox Network refers to the underlining Xbox Online Services, which was updated in the Microsoft Service Agreement, says a Microsoft spokesperson to this statement in The Verge. The update from Xbox Live to Xbox Network is intended to distinguish the underlying services from Xbox Live Gold memberships. Hmm. So yeah, I and mean, it does play with the fact of the Xbox Live Gold memberships. So, I wonder if they're going to try to push prices up again. I hope not. I mean, they've already done it what, like two times in the last year. They did it once. Yeah, they did it once like this year, and that everybody flipped out and they said, "No, we're kidding. We didn't mean it. Well, we did mean it, but we're taking it back." Yeah, because we don't need the backlash. Yeah, let's be honest. In 2021, PR is everything. If you do not have a public relationship, you are canceled. Culture. Oh, uh, yes. It don't matter. It doesn't matter what it's for. You could be like, I don't like this Pop-Tart wrapper because it, it has a mirror finish. And they'd be like, oh, you don't like mirrors? Are you shaming people who are ugly or not the typical standard of beauty? How dare you? Canceled. 
All because of the Pop-Tart wrapper. You're like, what? I just like the ones they have in stores that are blue and say Pop-Tart on them. Doesn't matter. Nobody heard you say that because you were canceled. Yep. Don't <laughs> Xbox almost got canceled. Uh, well, they almost had a riot. Let's wow. Riot. Copyright. I was thinking Riot Games. Actually, you have to sing less than one second of the song for that to. Actually, what you could call that is your own personal cover, and you're basically free. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my own personal cover, and my uh, art and music and whatnot is free. There is some weird, there's some weird usage rules about. Oh, was it a cover? Yes. Okay, then you're fine. Yeah, I feel like uh, what was it? Twitch just updated their whole little thing about that. Gosh, Twitch is a mess. Oh, I said that on Twitch. That's not good. Uh, I mean, you have the rights to your own opinion. That is true. Yep. Also, Twitch has Twitch has a lot of problems, and the most recent one is the DMCA strikes and then them doing nothing to fix the problem. They were like, oh, by the way, we made a tool for you to delete all of your 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 clips at one time. And you're like, great. How about you do something to fix the problem? They haven't. And they're not going to because they don't care. They care about one thing. Money, money, money. money. There it is again. Getting sick. We're going to get hit with another one. That's my own personal cover, and it is free to use. Yes. All right. Some more Xbox news. Over 20 ID at Xbox games are launching day one with Xbox Game Pass. What is 20 ID at Xbox? Is that their group of studios they own? I believe so. Oh, wait. Or was that the event? Showcase ID at Xbox event highlights 60 games that are headed to Xbox Series X and S. And 22 of them will be available today. Holy crap. I don't remember any of these being like super memorable. Uh, meh. But this comes from IGN from a really good friend of ours, uh, Adam Bankhurst. Who, by the way, is the one of the co-hosts on... The Gamers Advocate. Yeah. It's a good podcast. Like like any uh, podcast platform out there. Yeah, if you can find us on a podcast platform, you can find them. Exactly. Uh, I think I remember Astria ascending looking pretty good, but that's the only one that I remember. That's that's really the only one I remember. Only one. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon. I remember that because I played it. Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember that one too your weapons and it's coming yeah. to console and pc uh it's also coming to switch and that's what i have it wish listed for the better the better your relationship with your weapons the stronger they are yep yeah i, I do I remember that one i forgot about that craftopia never heard of it multiplayer mm-hmm. survival action game that features hunting farming hack and slash building automation and more sounds good uh dead stactic drive Static drive, dead static drive. What's the static? static. <laughs> you got to drive down Route sixty six six. There's three sixes there. You got to drive down Satan Lane. Hard no. I'm just kidding. Hello neighbor two. That's gonna be a good one. 
Mm, yeah, just a bunch of little witch in the woods. Aww. Are they ever going Fantasy to re- like, tell us they're going to release a new fable? So they debuted a new fable, uh, but that was it. It was just a commercial. And that yeah. I want them to say, hey, by the way, we're releasing one. Or give us some details. Right, that'd be nice. Or give you? us like a like a really nice remastered version of the first one. But there's an entire list of games, uh, 20 of them, which are 22 of them, which are announced and ready to come out. The full list of everything is also on this page. The uh, page that we are using in question uh, will actually be on this episode's description. So you can just scroll down wherever you're listening to it, click it, and then poof, you'll see IGN pop up. Poof. It'll sound just like that, too. It'll go poof. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of them are indie games, and I'm an indie fan. I mean, support your indie creators. They make some kick-butt games. Mm. You just got to find the right ones. Oh, I've got... Uh, I've you got are more. the master of finding good good independent games. I just love indie games. Like, I just, I just start looking. I'm like, what indie game seems fun? And then if something sticks out to me, I'm just like, hmm, okay, let's go with this. I tell you what, yeah. indie games that you find at the beginning stages and you get to throw in your inputs, that's the way to go. Even though I'm following one indie game right now that I'm pretty much just done with because it's they released the alpha. And I know it's just an alpha, but oh, it's so bad. And I was expecting so good. How can something so bad yet be so good? Well, I was expecting good. And it I like that should be so good, be so bad. Yeah, it was called uh it's called Snowtopia. Okay. And it's a ski resort tycoon game. And I swear everything that they were talking about with the game made me think of this old PC game called Ski Resort Tycoon. And they released the al the alpha uh, not that long ago. And it came out, and it's, like, not a tycoon game at all. It's basically like, oh, just build a ski resort and watch it do things. I'm like, there's no money. There's no management. You just put stuff down. It's like a... It's like a... Management and all that, go play Two Point Hospital. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I wanted this one to be a ski resort. And, like, the graphics are okay. They're not great. But that's an alpha. Like the graphics will probably get changed a little bit, crisper because there's a lot of polygonal shapes and stuff. But ugh, I don't know. I just feel like some of the the base core elements of the game, it's just not good. Oh no! Like instead of like here's here's a plot of land you get to build in it. They basically say here's a plot of land. Here's some buildings that do nothing, and you get this little sliver of land to build in. I'm like, well why would I only build in this little sliver of land? Let me kind of put these cabins and stuff up on the mountains and like let's build like footpaths and stuff to them so that people can get really cool views and let's put like a big shopping center down here. But no, none of that that doesn't exist. It's it's just not good. So you just want to create a full on ski topia. Yeah, this thing's it, it calls itself Snow Snowtopia Ski Resort Tycoon, and that's not what it is. It's just, it's like Snowtopia, place some billions down, 
I mean, again, it's just it's an early access alpha, so maybe it'll change. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. Anyway, I mean, that's hopefully not take some feedback and push some updates. I mean, uh, fun example. I bought a game that was announced during one of the Nintendo Directs. It's called Blue Fire. Yeah. And I bought it day one. I bought it on Switch. A lot of people bought it on Switch, PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Switch had the most issues. And yeah. luckily, I screenshot and record all the issues that happen on my Switch because of the little uh, screenshot button that they have. Yeah. Able to report it over to them. And then they're like, all right, thank you so much for this, blah, blah, blah. I tweeted it to them. And they're like, uh, the next update, we should have this fixed. Three weeks later, I've already beaten the game, even with the issues. And they finally uh, send me a tweet and they're like, hey, just wanted to let you know that we did take in consideration all the stuff that you sent us and we did put in patches for all this stuff. Nice. Like, it's great when companies actually take the feedback from regular players instead of like alpha players and beta players and whatnot. Uh, yeah. It's just easier if you go to them like, hey, I came across this issue. I don't know if you've seen it or not but it might be something you might want to look into. Not, hey, I'm playing your game and it's a piece of shit because it keeps doing this. No, no, no. I, I haven't even played this game. Actually, I think it's like $20 for the alpha version. Which I'm... For Ski... Yeah, for Snowtopia. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Like, there's not even money in the game. And you call yourself a tycoon I mean, game. Ew. It's all about the money. You gotta make the money dollars. Yeah. Basically what it is is you just like there's a happiness rating from your guests and the happiness rating uh, unlocks the ability to place buildings. So you just got to get the happiness rating up and up and up. Up and I'm up like and I'm up. like I don't want that. I want money. I want to manage this game. That's not what it is. It's not a tycoon game. If they didn't call it Ski Resort Tycoon, it probably wouldn't be as bad. But they misnamed it, and now it's had my hopes up for one thing, and it's not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you love when that happens? No. <laughs> That's okay, though. You know what? They're doing what they want to do. It's not my game. Let them create the game they want to create. Mm-hmm. And I'll go somewhere if else. they take the feedback, then they take the feedback. If they don't, oh well. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's a group of people that are like, this game's amazing. And you know what? That's fine. They can cater to, to those people because those are their fans now. And that's fine. I'm a mature adult about it. Absolutely. These little things do not bother me that much. And I do not get all ape crazy about it and go on to social media and become a Karen. Right. It's not my game. Just nope. like developing a movie. It. I didn't make it. It's not my baby. Yeah. Just like when a movie comes out that I've been looking forward to, and the story doesn't go the way I want it to. No reason to get overly mad. I can be like, you know what? I'd have done that differently, and I'm kind of upset about it. But it's not my movie, so I don't get to make the decisions, so I just have to live with it. Which, if you tell the Star Wars community that, good night, you get killed. Yeah, you will be murdered. Like, I I would have done the last movie different, but it's not my movie, so I don't get to decide. And I just have to live with it. So I enjoy yeah, it regardless. We're talking about Aragon the entire time. Oh, you know what? The creators of Aragon can just, they can go to hell. Oh, I have, I have no sympathies for them. Movie. They didn't, they let, oh, there's a book about this story. No, we're not going to use it. Also, boom, thunder. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear it on my side. 
I can't. I'm assuming you can hear it on my side because it's literally shaking the room. Yep. <laughs> like the room is it's going. Anyway, uh, heard it. Uh, uh well, Daddy, you want to take this one away? Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, possibly in the next month, there is reports that Microsoft could be purchasing Discord. I know that's that's huge. Uh, there was a. Even though this this is the Bloomberg, this is about the Bloomberg report. Uh, there is, man, I don't remember. I, I don't remember where I read it at. Uh, basically, Discord has been looking for a buyer for their platform, and I think that has also been the reason why we've heard Discord mention changes about you know Discord's not just for gamers, and we're like, yeah, no, it is. It has a controller as the as the logo. It's geared towards gamers, but they tried to say it wasn't. And I think that's because they were trying to boost the value of the company before they sold it, which I kind of thought, I think we even talked about that. We did. We really Uh, did. Uh, But anyway, they, uh, they are there. According to the wall street journal, which is also citing Bloomberg, uh, the report says that Microsoft is in talks to purchase Discord for $10 billion or more. And also that Xbox boss Phil Spencer was part of the discussions. Okay, can we hold on for a second? Yes, sir. How many people are on the face of the earth? How many are on the face of the earth? Yeah. Seven billion or so. Seven billion. They're trying to purchase us for 10 billion or more. That's more money than people on the earth. Yep, that is more than $1 for every person on the earth. So if they did go through with this buying, what do you think that means for uh, Xbox and Discord in the future? I'm seeing integrated uh, game chat to where you can actually do Discord and talk in game instead of having to have your phone out or your computer up or something like that. Yes, I think you're exactly right. That we're going to be seeing integrated game chats, uh, especially for cross-platform. So Xbox, PC will be able to chat with each other just through the Discord app natively from the from their devices. And I think if it's purchased more by Microsoft and less by Xbox, you know, it's it doesn't become an Xbox app, it becomes a Microsoft app. We could even see it ported to other consoles, PlayStation and Switch. I mean, if I was Microsoft, I'd immediately move in that direction because if you could get an integrated network of you know, like chat rooms and, and live you know, audio chats so that people can just hop on and be playing different games and talking to each other on different systems or playing the same game on this on different systems and different consoles and talking to each other with a voice chat on the system they're playing on. Oh, man, you can make a ton of money. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just think about it. You go, go into a lobby that's cross play and then you see all the little uh, globe icons above the other people who are playing on different consoles than you. Yes. And then it just uh-huh. says... Uh, uh, go here to join the Discord for this uh, game. And you just pop into the Discord chat for that game and it puts you with your team, blah, blah, blah. And it just separates you and you're with your who you got to be. That way it's full communication. Because let's be honest, when it comes to a lot of these cooperative games, you need communication. You just can't go all willy nilly and be like, well, this is going to be fun. AKA yeah, you're right. All randos. Yeah, like you don't want to be playing Destiny. I, mean, I don't know if I don't know if Destiny's cross platform or not, but you don't want to be playing Destiny 2. With no voice chat and a group of four people, you're not you're not gonna. I mean, you can do some cool things, but you're not gonna be able to beat the hardest parts of the game. No, you're not gonna be able to take on the raids. 
right you need to like you need that that communication you need to plan out you need to talk like i don't know same thing with like rpgs even though there's not a whole lot of mmos that are cross-platform in a in a way that world of warcraft exists because that game's huge mm. but still that idea you want to be able to talk to your team yeah if anything, I mean, proximity chat would be great in some games. Yeah, that would be great. And that'd yeah. be cool, too, if if they used... I don't know if you would... I don't think you would just get on Discord and jump into a lobby for that, but they could use the Discord platform as the foundation for some proximity chat. Mm-hmm. Just when you get into a certain range of another character, you just like pop onto a little chat room with them individually, and then you pop right out. Yeah, basically, you're you just set up a conglomerate of different chat server chats, chat servers. Goodness, and as you're moving through the location of the game, you just kind of pop into different servers. I mean, they're about to buy it. They might be buying it for ten billion or more. They have the money for this. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, the people who made Discord is probably going to live freaking. Retire? They're just going to retire. I'm just going to say, screw it, we're done. Bye. Oh, I would. Oh, yeah. Ten billion. It could be. There could be ten owners, and you're you're all going to be billionaires. Yeah. Give me one billion dollars, and I'll invest half of it, and the other half will let me live comfortably for the rest of my life. I mean, I might somewhere where it's not I expensive might. to live, like Wyoming. Yeah, I might. If like if I was an owner of Discord, I might just stay on for like a year, so that I can make, make sure that Microsoft career, doesn't treat. Our, our employees like crap. And once everything gets kind of integrated and everything was looking good, I'd be like, all right, I'm stepping down, retiring. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's going to be something. Hopefully we see more about it in the year later in April. Yep. And by then we have another little tidbit for it. Yeah, I like the idea of possible integration of game chats uh, natively on consoles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Patty, I think that brings us to the end of our news. So now we're going to switch over to this interview for Bear Attack. Yeah, we're going to be interviewing at least one of the owners or one of the creators. Maybe both of them. I don't know. It depends on if they can get a sitter for their kid or not. So anyway, here we go into the uh, interview. All right. We'll be right back. Hey guys, here we are. We are back at the uh, the podcast for the for the interview. Yeah, we're not we're not paying attention to you. And uh, we're here with Jared, the creator or the co-creator, with him and his wife of Bear Attack, his very own board game that's running through a Kickstarter campaign as we speak. Man, <laughs> this is cool. Thanks. And it's super legit. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching you guys like post pictures of it, like drawn on paper, and I was like. I don't know what's going on. Oh yeah. To see it here is so cool. Started with, you know, post-it notes and printer paper and stolen designs off the internet and now we have our own. I know, That's man. That's legit. You heard it here. He stole the designs off the internet. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Did you say this game was somebody else's idea that you took? <laughs> That's not right. No, that is, that is not anything, what you heard. At work, they tell us to steal with pride. So if you're going to steal it, be 
Mm. Hey, you mm. know, every board game is actually, you know, just a collection of other board game ideas rolled into a new form. That's, so. that's true. All board games are basically the same idea. Yeah. But mechanically different. But then also very different. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. I mean, they play it on a board. Typically, you move around a piece. Okay. But the mechanics the of the game itself. The first thing that came to mind was like, shoots and ladders and Monopoly. And I was like, there's no way. Well, <laughs> those are two very different games. <laughs> You're right. But there's still this things you have to do and accomplish goals. But mechanically, it's different. It's like the base of every video game. You've got yeah. the main character. Move. Right. Well, that's sort of. The very linear. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about the, I mean, talking about the different mechanics, we can talk about the, the inspirations from kind of where we started with some stuff, where we stole some stuff, where we yeah. uh, kind of, yeah, some inspirations. So Take the lead. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so I would say the two, the two main inspirations for this game are Exploding Kittens, which is a card game. Oh, yeah. And the aspect of um, instead of Exploding Kitten, there's a bear that tries to eat you. Um, but like a kind of a last man standing kind of concept. And then the other one is a video game would be Mario Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So got some Mario Party vibes. It's there's a there's a level on Mario Party six where Bowser chases you around the board. OK, and so that was one of the original ideas. Um, and so also with Mario Party, you have the orbs you play on the board, mm -hmm. to, you know, interact with the characters. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the main like most important things I wanted to I thought was so cool about in a board game actually having like placeable obstacles. Yeah. Much like Mario Party. So those were those were the two main game kinda Well, if those are the inspirations for this game, I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Now, to go off your inspirations, I'm gonna ask the not so typical approach questions. Sure. Patrick's probably gonna ask the most typical approach to questions. Okay, so yeah, Patrick's basic. I, I'm basic. Yes. <laughs> Got I'm it. Way left field. Gotcha. So with your game being inspired by Mario Party, mm -hmm. with Mario Party ruining so many friendships throughout the years, <laughs> how do you see that not happening with your board game? Um, I wish I could promise that. Um, we've 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 had a lot of game nights with some friends, and we've had some heated moments. There's there's some things you can do to each other in this game that um, are not so nice. Now, what's different is you know no matter what you do campers don't kill the other campers at the end of the day it's the bear that kills campers right. so at the end of the day you're still having to blame the bear you can't actually <laughs> say you killed me you know i just you know i, I just said it up. Uh, i just i just lured the bear <laughs> to you you're the one who got killed by the bear i don't know yeah you Your might have been down to one leg and i tripped you but it's the bear that ate you so <laughs> you those are the sorts of things bear would come kill campers in my video games. <laughs> wait like, bear eat him can you lose legs in this game? So yeah, uh, you get this this game. You've got two lives. So after the first live, there's a survival card you play, and it oh, says yeah. bear attack, sacrifice a leg to survive, and move five spaces away. And then for the rest of the game, instead of moving with two dice, you now move with one dice. Ooh, you kind of hop around. I so, like it. So that you kind of that's your kind of your two life mechanic there. I like it a uh -huh. lot. So <laughs> sacrifice a leg. So this game you're saying is. It's going to be so good that it's worth at least an arm and a leg. Yes, absolutely. But you only get to move half as fast. Yes. You, and you can, you know what, you, still, you can still win with one leg. We've seen it happen. Um, it's some, you, can, you can still survive. So, so what, what made y'all decide that 
you were going to make a board game. And why Bear Attack? And why Bear Attack? Those are great questions. Well, we, we, love, we love board games. We play game nights all the time with family, with friends. Um, and I was honestly just kind of struck with the idea uh, randomly um, to survive a bear attack, you don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun your friends. Mm, yep. So and that's that where times. that was the that was the seed, <laughs> and it just kind of grew from there. Like I told you, the um, where it kind of grew with inspirations. The board itself uh, would be two combinations of it's nothing like Catan, except the hexagon spaces. Right. That's how I imagine the moving the hexagon spaces. And then the board kind of came to me from um, it's uh, the Hunger Games. You know how in the oh, yeah, the yeah, Hunger yeah. Games where they have that. Uh, it's like the clock and you move around. Yeah. So that was kind of the inspiration for with the tree. With, There's the yeah, tree in the center. Which was so. like that cornucopia or whatever yeah. that they had and had and all the, the tree, weapons in it. Yeah. The tree gets struck by lightning. So yeah, that's the okay. just kinda cool. kinda grew cool. from just that initial premise of you don't have to run the bear out run the bear, you have to outrun your friends. Yeah. So. And speaking of this board, it's beautiful. Like thank you. Like the <laughs> green for the mountain and the blues for the river. And then honeycomb fields, which I think for some reason, that name just sticks out to me. I like it a lot. I mean, when we and sat down and I saw the board, all I thought of was honeycomb. So, thank you. I'm hungry. There very, you go. Yeah. Very nice touch of uh-huh. calling something honeycomb feels when the board is literally made of honeycomb. Yeah, my uh, uh, my wife Emily, her her roommate from college, is a professional graphic designer. So she designs everything. She she did all this. So we did not do any of we we came up with what we wanted everything to be, but she obviously did all the uh, right, cool well. stuff. <laughs> and you gave her the blueprints and she said, yes. "I got this." Well, y'all had great ideas and she did a great job. So She did a really great job. Mm-hmm. And I already have a spin-off if you ever get to the point of a spin-off. Okay. You would call it Shark Attack. Shark Attack. Because I've always said that you don't have to be the fastest swimmer. You can't you just can't be the slowest. Seamless. In the middle can be an island instead of a tree. That's what we're talking about. That's See beautiful. look, you already got That's your next great. like Zap Games, which you know is what you call your mm-hmm. uh, production company or of or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just have like, Oh, we got Bear Attack and the new side sequel Shark Attack. Shark Attack. Ooh, I ah. like it. Just being Ooh, an attachment. Ah. You can have a forest ah. and then the an ocean. Ocean right next to it. Yeah. I don't know how forced <laughs> that would be, but that would oh, be man. interesting. That, that you know, whatever. <laughs> or it floods, and there sharks. There is flooding. Yes, there's a flooding mechanism. I don't <laughs> think that there are sharks in rivers. Um, that's something we'd have to look into. Oh, man, ooh, that'd be something to go digital with, though. If you take this digitally, then the board could change when the flood comes through. So, like that camp getting flooded and the mountains. You're right. Yeah, everything. That would be that'd be very cool. If you want to spot us the money, we might be able to start I'll heading that direction. <laughs> All right. I have oh, I got two buttons and pocket lint. What can I get? I got a I got a guitar pick and an old predator's ticket. So what we can do with that, we can take a picture of the board and put it online. <laughs> That's about as digital All as we right. can get. Here we yeah. go. <laughs> oh man. Not crowdfunded. <laughs> man, so I'm looking at all these little characters. Mm-hmm. And that is definitely Baby Yoda. We get that a lot. We get that a lot. These, uh, this original, this is the prototype version. That's that's very important to point out. In our in our production version, we'll have our own custom meeples that look a lot cooler. We we did this off of the Game Crafter, and we okay. used their stock, some of their stock stuff. Yeah. These are villagers. You can see with their hats and their little baskets. Oh, yeah. But yeah, a hundred percent of people say Yoda first. So. Yeah. I just see it because of well, the, the green yeah, one, especially. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so we got a bunch of different things that are going on here. We got mm-hmm. lumber yard, which you said can be placed as like an yes. obstacle, mm-hmm. and you got berry patch and and bait shop, which is 
hilarious because you got like steaks sitting over there. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I'm kind of getting hungry, but I'm pretty sure it's bear food. It's fish jerky. So I was gonna say it does oh, look like some. Oh, it's jerky. fish jerky. It's a jerky. Uh huh. So that would draw the bear away from you towards the jerky. These tree blocks, you know, you can block people in, but you know, it's not gonna stop the bear. A lot yeah. of things. A lot of what happens a lot of the time is you can have if someone's you know sleeping in a corner, just like oh, this game's easy, just stay in a corner. Well, you can actually get locked in pretty easily. So that happens oh, quite man. often where you are now stuck on the edge of the game and there are a couple cards like a zipline card that can get you to the center or a switch places Ooh. card that can get you out of there. But uh, yeah, you got to be careful about roaming around those edges. Mm -hmm. So you, so the way this game works is each player is one of these guys Yep. or even teams. I think I've seen y'all play yeah, as do, teams. Yeah, we've done a teams one. Uh, uh -huh. But then the bear is like an it's like an anonymous character. It plays on its own. Yes. So that's what's really unique about this game is that there is a self-sufficient. Um, oh, I, I had a really coined term for this. I can't remember now. But it's a it's a self-sufficient pursuer, common enemy. So Ooh. nobody. The only help the bear needs is the roll of the bear dice. After that, he follows a set of rules. He either draws if a bear symbol is rolled, he draws a bear card from the bear uh, bear attack deck. Or he moves eight or ten spaces towards the closest camper. Oh, okay. So there's no judgment really involved in being the bear. All he right. needs is a dice roll. So that's what makes the game unique is the game is so different because, I mean, no one, you, the, the bear's not going to behave the same way every, every game. Right, because so. it's, it's based off a roll. Based and also, roll. it keeps it from being, well, that, but like, you know, you don't, you don't want to have like, oh, it's my turn to roll as the bear. Therefore, I decide because then I was mm -hmm. just like, oh, well, the bear is not going towards me anymore. Exactly. Exactly. So it keeps it, uh, it keeps it well balanced, which is mm -hmm. very interesting. But what happens when you run into the situations where there are two villagers yeah. that are in the exact same space away from the bear? Flip a coin. There, no. So there is, there's tiebreakers. So that's what there, that's where the berries come okay. into play. Great, okay. great transition. So a berry is a is a camper card. So when you play a camper card, it's a berry card. You give someone else a berry. If two people are the same distance away from the bear, the bear is going to pursue the one that has more berries on them. Okay. Ah. If the berries are tied, you roll, and whoever is the lower number, therefore the slower one, is the one the bear goes after. Uh, so you got a series and, of tiebreakers there. There's your yeah. saying. Yeah. So there are you don't have to be the fastest. Mechanic. Exactly. So he comes after the slower one. Um, I like it. Yeah. So when on the tiebreaker where you have to roll the dice, do you both move with that dice mm -hmm. roll, or is it just so? Oh, it's just to determine, so it's a okay. nice. Uh -huh. So one, you roll a two, he's coming after me, boohoo. So mm -hmm. with the uh, with like the turn order, it would be like all three of us go, and then the bear goes. So yeah, like so one we, turn for each. Like yeah, it's mm -hmm. a the bear gets the same amount of turns. Yep. So if you start, we each go once, and then the bear goes, um, and then the next round it doesn't start. This is not the same order every time. The bear will then start the oh, next right. round with whoever's closest to him. Really? So, so it's the order changes up because there's advantage uh -huh. to being first of the round, last of the round. So we had to do something to mix up the order. Okay, so it's I like closest that. There, the, the bear goes first. There are a couple. There's a couple cards in here that start triggering uh, dice combinations. Where if if an eight is active, then when a camper rolls an eight, they don't get to. Well, well, that pretend, was we'll pretend good. it's an eight. <laughs> Seven, close enough. Um, if camper rolls an eight when the eight is active, they don't get to move. The bear just goes. So it adds an element of like, oh, oh crap, goodness. I can't roll six or an eight or I'm going to die. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because if you're two away. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, don't roll an eight. Uh -huh. There's an eight. And here comes that bear. He's, oh, his mm -hmm. turn. 
So that would just skip everyone. Yeah, straight yeah. To bear. So you, yeah, the bear just goes, and that number that number stays active for the entire the rest of the game. So with oh, with gosh. bigger groups, we just start <laughs> with it active because it kind of balances out the time. Um, but then with like with, for three people, we just have it. They're just cards in here, and whenever it's drawn, it starts being active. Oh wow, mm-hmm. that's intense. So you spoke on how there are you can give players berries. Yes. You can put down little barricades to keep other yep. players in. You can swap places with players to save your butt. Yep. You can zip line to the tree. What's the Great main memory. objective of the game? Uh, the main objective of the game is to be the last camper standing. Okay, so you don't have to get to the center of the tree. Nope. You just gotta just stay away from the bear and live. You want to be the last one left alive. The okay. the center is the base tree. So like, tag. Right, so okay. if you make it into the base tree, you're safe from the bear for one turn. Because bears can climb. Uh, grizzly bears are not so great at climbing trees, but they can. Yeah. yeah. So you get one turn in the base tree. If you start your turn in base, you have to end your turn out of base. But while you're in there, you can't pursue you. Mm, gotcha, okay. Gotcha. So so if that bear is like right on your tail, you can get yeah. into the base and like all right. So, yeah, that's but now you're in the turn. middle. You're in the middle of the board. So there's strategy because like, you know, sometimes if if the bear's over here. Sure, you're safe in the middle, middle, but you'd rather be over here, you know. Sure, yeah. So there's there's strategy. So so this would, yeah, you're right. There's strategy. Like this would be like your, that bear's gonna get me if I don't go there. If I don't go to base. So then I can go there. Bear goes on its next turn pursuing somebody else, and you can move out the opposite way. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. That makes it, but sense. then there are other camper cards. You've were somehow able to remember all those, which is impressive. But there's other ones like a flare gun, where if I'm here and blue plays a flare gun. Well, flare gun, you have to take two steps towards the flaring camper. So if the bear's here, you think you're safe, and then all of a sudden you got to take two steps towards whoever f- used the flare gun. Oh. Now you're out of base. So there's oh, a lot man. of risk in using the base in the yeah. center. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when it comes to moving spaces, are you just going in a single line, or do you do the diagonal? This is, this is hilarious um, to watch people the first time because um, you can move in pretty generally straight lines on the board okay. when you're a person, but... People just like I they they don't really understand the first time like you'll see them like they're here right and they'll mm-hmm. the first time they play they'll kind of like do this and just <laughs> like I don't know like whatever and they'll end up the same sp- number of spaces away but yes you can <laughs> so it's just hilarious to watch people the first time or when they're trying to be the bear the first time but yeah you can move generally in any direction you want that's why I like the hexagon shape yeah gives so you, you a couple move options in six different directions and you can just go in straight lining. You can go in a straight, I mean, yeah, you want to get as far away because the, the way the board works, you know, you can start here, but if you move, you know, like right here, you're still like basically the same distance away. So you have to right. be kind of smart with your, with, with your direction. But yeah, just move, you want to move just directly as straight away from the bear as possible, unless you have, you know, some sort of camper card strategy you're going for. Yeah. Ooh, you can save on cards. Good to know. So. Okay. So I see these like, well, like maybe bear caves. Those are people caves. People caves. Okay. So, for yeah. Ages so, of 7 to 12 and 7. <laughs> yeah. So these, yeah, no. Age requirements, no. They're dice roll combinations, right? So okay. if you make it, say you're here. You're here, right? And you roll a 3 or a 4 or 5. Like, and you know you're not going to get far enough away from the bear. You can go for a cave. And now these are dice combinations. So you re-roll. And for the short cave, you need to roll between a 2 and a 7 to be able to use it. See, I rolled an 8, so I'm stuck here. If I would have rolled a seven oh, or a, that's a, trans- a four, then you go over there, and now you're on the oh. other side of the board. Ah, wow. so it's a tunnel. It's like it's a tunnel, yeah. Uh, so the, if yeah. you don't roll and you get stuck there, you're stuck you're, there. You're you're outside of it. You're not. In can, a cave. The bear can go in this space. No, the bear can go in any spaces other than 
uh, the base tree. Okay. So the other, the other, the other risk with the caves uh, that you have to balance is uh, the bear has respawn cards where, oh wow, that was I set that up. <laughs> Top card where he will if he's yeah. So if he draws a respawn card, he actually re-spins the wheel and goes to the cave oh. entrance of wherever he rolls. So if you use a cave. And he rolls honeycomb field. <laughs> this is the best way to die. I die like this every single game. I use a cave, and then there's a respawn card drawn, and then he rolls a one in four chance and lands on me. That's how I die. I, I swear, ninety percent of the time. So, so, so right there, you're, it's just insta kill. It's a, it's a. If, well, unless, unless you, you have, have a survival. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So when it comes to the survival, I know you said that it's uh, if you are attacked by the bear, you can offer up a leg, but then it slows you down for the pacing. Yeah. Uh, how do you obtain a survival? Everyone starts with one. Do so you like get more throughout the game? No. So okay. that's so it's sort like similar it. to exploding kittens where like everybody starts with one, like a diffuse card. But yeah, you don't draw. There's no more that you can draw. Um yeah. it'd be fun to be like, all right, you offered up a leg this time. Next time you gotta offer up <laughs> an arm. After that, you're gonna go, offer up an ear. Also that card. Yeah. I love the way it looks. Yeah. The, it the, claw? the it's, it's, it's the claw. claw. It's that's our favorite one for sure. It's a vending machine. Uh -huh. Look, you can see it with this with this screen right here. It's, that, like, it's like a claw. It's like he starts <laughs> over here and he just picked up and moved over here. Yes, it's that's, super great. That's great. So mm -hmm. that's what the spinner's for is if you uh, respawn clicks, then you spin the wheel. Yep. Okay. And <laughs> is that the only purpose of the spinner? That's how you start the game. So at the beginning of the game, Ooh, uh, okay. you'll spin the wheel, and that's the start territory for the campers. Okay. Once everybody's placed, so if we all started in Camp Kodiak, spin the wheel again, that's where the bear starts. So the bear starts in the cave <laughs> entrance of whichever one. So if you, you could all start in Camp Kodiak, like by chance, that would stink, which it's happened a lot of the time. But Or the bear would start wherever. Yeah, the bear starts... Yeah. Those first so, two initial spins, and then any respawn card. To start it, I would, I you know, I flick the spinner, and mm -hmm. it lands on Honeycomb Field. So I'm like, all right, so I'll start over here. Do I get to just place it anywhere? So yeah, now? we'll all place our people anywhere in Honeycomb Field. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So everybody would start in the same spot. Everybody starts in the same territory, okay. and then you can move throughout the board afterwards. Gotcha, gotcha. And then, <laughs> once they start, then it's a roll for the dice. I'm you gonna start, start moving, here. And everybody goes, and then it's the bear. Yep. Then you're you're in the thick of it after that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is there any special rules like if you get in the cage, the cage, the cage, the cage, the cage? The cave that would be for shark attack. Yes, <laughs> you got cages. Shark cage. <laughs> yeah. So if you get in this cave here, can you move that way, or do you have to come out and go around? Yeah. So the cave walls can be moved over by the bear. The bear goes to the cave walls, but the people cannot. Okay. So, so you have to go around the cave. So if you get stuck here and this bear is hanging out here. Yeah, you're yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you're like I need a two or a seven. Yeah. <laughs> Some hopeless scenarios you run into there in this goes game, my for sure. So I see from the looks of it right now, we did mm -hmm. say that this is a beta version of it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing up to six players. So it's two to six players. We've played with more. The games just tend to last long because you have so long in between the bear turns. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but two two to six is what we find to be the best the best number. And so the the, the games range from me. I mean, me and my wife have played hundreds of times. Our games last from. 10 to 15 minutes to 20 minutes when you add up to six people they go from you know 30 minutes to 40 minutes if it's the first time you play it could be an hour but yeah the, i mean it depends on the bear how savage he is you know the bear can be lazy sometimes that's but. true and and that's a for six players having a game that lasts 30 to 45 minutes that's pretty good yeah 
You get into a game of Monopoly with six players or Risk. Oh, Risk, yeah, no. It's not that long. <laughs> it's six years later and you have still to, have the Ziploc bag in your top yeah. drawer of what you did. I literally have to make plans to play Risk. Exactly. <laughs> I can't just go, all right, we got an hour, we'll sit down and play a game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which right, is really cool about this. different story. Yeah, you can sit down and go, all right, first one to get a black card wins. Yep. Which, you know, sucks for the person who's like, ah, you mean I have to draw it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can't win. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I see a few more other mechanics about the game. Uh, yes. The flood and the lightning. What are those little puppies? Also, semi Hunger Games uh, arena inspired. So, this is a flooding. So, there's a card in the bear attack deck, and it's a flood card, and it shuts down this portion of the board. Okay. So, once you draw it, now nobody can go in Sakai River. <laughs> so, now the board is smaller, right? Oh, goodness. The other one is the lightning strikes the base tree. So now base is off limits for the rest of the game. So sometimes that is the first card drawn, which makes for a very quick game. For the rest of the game. For the rest of the game, there's no base. Oh wow! <laughs> so it's just it's struck by lightning. I mean, it's just it's off limits now. So the fl- is the flood for the rest of the game. Floods for the rest of the game, and lightning's for the rest of the game. So oh, it's like, man. you know, because you have to have mechanics where like, okay, the game is eventually going to end yeah. in some way, you know? Because I mean, technically the game could go on forever if like in a one in a million, one in ten million, if like. The bear keeps rolling eights and people keep rolling twelves, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so if you have mechanics in here that start shrinking the board, you know, there's more obstacles on the board. Like a, it's it kind of shrinks the game in. Like oh, uh, uh, what's the um, the the video game with the um, where the map closes in? Everybody oh, Fortnite. Like, Fortnite. like a Fortnite sort of like the map closes in. Yeah. So what if somebody gets the flood card and you're hanging out over here? When the flood card is activated, you die. No, oh. I'm, just I'm just kidding. I was like, oh, that's savage. Uh, no. it's, that's the other place where the spinner comes in. So you'll respin and you'll replace yourself. On the okay. Board. Yeah. I must say, because if that happens, so <laughs> you're dead. So no, you die. Yeah. No, what? that does not. That does not happen. Mm-mm. Oh man, that would be intense. Mm-hmm. It would be. Yeah. And then if you know, you could always throw in more, like a fire. A fire. Yeah, then you'd be split into two. And that'd, into two, that'd be yeah. difficult. But see, with the flood, the bear can still the bears can swim through oh, floods, you know. Mm-hmm. The so the bear can, can still, go. yeah. But the people, however, oh. are not as strong as bears. And that flood also locks out that cave, too. It does, yeah. So it shuts down this cave. Um, yeah. Oh, that just takes out a good portion of uh, your strategy right there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, when it comes to the fish bait, yeah. so do you give that to other players, or do you just throw that somewhere on the map and wait for the bear to go get it? How does that come into play? Yeah, this, that's um, a very strategic component. It's your uh, last chance. So say I'm, I'm going to put it, I'm going to pretend the flood didn't happen so the yellow is not in the yellow territory. If you were here and the bear's there, you can play, it's a fish jerky card, and you get to play this anywhere three spaces from you, and the bear always goes towards the fish jerky first and okay. into you. So it only lasts for one turn. So if I, well, it will make it a little more believable. So right now I am one, two, three, four spaces away from dying. If I play a fish jerky card and I put it behind me, now on the bear's turn, he has to go like here and then to me. So like 12 spaces to get to me. So it buys me a little extra space. This is another hilarious one to watch people play for the first time because they'll just like put the bait in front of them and not get themselves like not buy themselves any extra spaces and it's just like or they'll put it out to the side and it's like i was explaining it, it's like a gps you're trying to make the path as long as possible so you want to like yeah because like, put it were way like, behind you you were like if the bear comes here he's gonna he's going by me but he's got to go around you he's got to go around you get the bait and then come back to you 
So it okay. kind of buys you. Here, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to play the fish bait, put it behind you. Put it you. behind you. Don't put it in front of you. Exactly. Don't, don't, don't hand it to the bear. Make it work for it. Exactly. Or you can, you know, throw it like if you're here and see oh, you're that's closest, savage. you throw it you throw it towards the other person. And then he's gonna go here and then and to the next closest person. So, nom, 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 nom. That's the other strategy with oh, fish man. jerky. This person over here is like, I'm, I'm safe. This person and they're like, fish jerky. And you're like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. And the bear can move. Eight or ten spaces. spaces. Or draw draw a bear bear card, card, which can make you go 12. He he goes 12 spaces. He charges. Rampage, where he takes multiple turns in a row. Oh, goodness. He respawns. um, Or there's those special territory cards. Uh, There's another one that I can't remember right now somehow. Uh, But, yeah, so he does kind of the special special things. A rampage. He, oh, I'm just going to take turns in a row. The, the, the rampage combos um, are frightening, where you draw multiple rampage cards in a row. This turn starts stacking up where he takes three or four Ugh. three or four turns in a row. Yeah, those, those can be quite harrowing. So <laughs> That sounds scary. It does. Mm-hmm. Really, really. So right now, the bear can go eight or ten spaces or draw a bear card. Yep. Uh, in the final version, will there be like a more time consuming version of the game to where he can only like maybe five or six spaces at a time or anything like that or is eight and ten like going to be the solid number for it yeah so i say all the mechanics are have been final for a while we originally had a six on there and it just like we you don't want the games to drag on so we just like we had to, we're at the right balance we think we really feel like eight and ten with the bear card is is the right balance so in the final version, the things that will change will be like custom meeples, custom bear meeple, and like better quality board and those sorts of things. But the mechanics have been pretty pretty locked in. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And right now, with this just being a beta version, mm-hmm. what are you looking for in the final version? Any changes or anything like that that you're aiming for for the funds to like be like, this is what we want to go with, or is mm-hmm. this something that's going to be like, here's yeah. our base stone, this is what we're starting with, we can we want to twist it these types of ways or form it this type of way or is this like, this is what you're doing? yeah i think like the, the, for the kickstarter the kickstarter funds are to get the game manufactured for a manufacturer minimum quantity okay right. so the things that will be different will just be like it'll be i mean a professionally manufactured game it's we're going to the same manufacturer that does games like um king domino if you've ever heard of that one okay uh, so yeah. It'll just be um, a little more, like, legit, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the, the Kickstarter funds are to just get the game manufactured, sold. Um, and then once, once we get those, uh, that initial Kickstarter fund, we'll then start, you know, it'll be Amazon or uh, those sorts of avenues of, of where to sell the game. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I like it. And then when it came to Kickstarter, what brought you to the idea of using Kickstarter instead of, like, Indiegogo or other places like that? Indiegogo was the other option. Uh, we just like with the comp being a uh, comp being uh, exploding kittens and exploding kittens going through Kickstarter, it just made sense to kind of go with the most mainstream one. Um, not as much the um, a, one of those more obscure routes. We wanted to just do. We we feel like the theme and the uh the draw of the game kind of just fit into like this is a kickstarter game you know so yeah. and we i mean we would have done it ourselves if we you know had all the money up front yeah, and we just sure. made it but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the kickstarter is for the money so yeah, yeah, say in a perfect world it'd be we could just push yeah. it out and you know with, with kickstarter you're also trying to you're also able to gauge if people want your game like mm-hmm. it's not 
you know, we could make a few copies for ourselves and for a couple of our friends, but with Kickstarter, you're at the same time giving yourself enough funds to, you know, do the game, like get the game made for yourself to get started as a business, but also like you're able to gauge um, how much people want your game before actually having it, instead of like manufacturing a thousand games and like, I hope we can sell these. Right. So with Kickstarter, you can like kind of see like, oh yeah, a bunch of people want this. Let's make some sell to them and then we can make more since we know people want it you know? yeah okay and, and let's then, see with kickstarter you've already raised what eight we're, we're like eighty five hundred right now 8, of our sixteen thousand dollar goal um we're a little over halfway through our campaign we got about two and a half weeks left okay mm-hmm. cool. so what was your structure what were your uh, tiers i know they usually yeah. do like an early bird a super early bird uh, a prime early bird and then yeah. just go into the regular and the add-ons and that mm-hmm. kind of fun stuff this is coming from somebody who Kickstarter. Yeah, he's Brad. all about <laughs> He's all about Kickstarter, yeah. <laughs> it is nothing but headphones, uh, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> video games. Um, you know, I see, like, with a lot of the board games, Kickstarter's not been flooded by the, like, long, like, board game companies that just go to Kickstarter instead, and so they have a lot of the, those sorts of things, and, like, what we found with, with board games specifically, when you have all the stretch goals, really what you find yourself is, they have the full game. And now they're going to take stuff out of the game just to add it back as a stretch goal. Mm. So we just have a very basic premise. Like we didn't take anything out of the game just to add it back. This is the full game. We don't have any, any stretch goals. The other, or the other tiers. So we have like a, a tier with just the game. We have a tier with, we have actually some people kind of laugh when you sell the t-shirts along with stuff, but yeah. like our t-shirts really cool. <laughs> so we have a t-shirt, we have a game, we have the bundle options. Um, but yeah, the, as we've raised more money, we've kind of already started talking to the manufacturer about where we can improve the pieces and the components of the game, but we didn't want to do that up front because we didn't want it to seem like we wanted to be very clear that like we're doing as much as we can now and uh, we'll like we'll be able to go from there. Yeah. Okay. And so with this again, uh, you said this was just like stock version from actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you foresee any of the pieces actually changing the mm-hmm. berries become? Real, like looking like raspberries or something yeah. like that, where the villagers become more of a 3D model, where the bear goes from four legs to both legs, like this, yes. like you've seen Gatlinburg, Tennessee, kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Uh, so this this one was made through the game crafter, so not even our manufacturer, just like a US. Like we wanted to get it made and ship to us. So uh, this one isn't even the man, like from the manufacturer. So yes, definitely, the bear will be the biggest change. Like it, it hurts me when like. I know like people share that like the what I don't want people to think is that this is the final version of the bear. This is like a plastic piece of I mean, it's not great. The final version of the bear is a large standing on two legs wooden meeple, awesome brown bear. I like it. I the campers, it. yeah. <laughs> the I campers like will actually like have a hat that looks like a camper hat and like have like a walking stick. That'll be super cool. The bear dice will be bigger. These are so little. Like the bear dice will be bigger, cooler. The dice will be better than the like minimum plastic version. Yeah. Those are the main. The spinner will be a little bigger and more. Like right now, it's um, kind of a cheap looking spinner, and the spinner will be bigger and a little better uh, quality as well. All right. Coming soon, the aggravation version where the spinner will be a fidget spinner. <laughs> it just never stops. It's just no. You'll never get to find out where you go. You just all <laughs> sit there and watch the spinner. <laughs> it's a good time to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, this game's fun. (laughs) (laughs) You're on Kickstarter right now. So what Mm -hmm. is your, uh, what is your backing goal in total? 16,000. 16,000. All right. And then what is the, uh, starting pick price? So it's, um, 
the initial the $25 for a t-shirt, $30 uh $30 is the uh board game level of the of the for, like the minimum tier if that's what you're asking. All right, and what yeah. about the bundle? The bundle, the t-shirt and a game is um $50 and then two games is $55. Okay. Right, so mm-hmm. if you back with $55, you get a t-shirt. Oh, no, no, $50, you get, you you get, get a two t-shirt games. and a game. Yeah. 55 is two games. Two games. And then you can, we've got the add-on, so you can like, I mean, if you want to buy a game and six t-shirts, they're really cool t-shirts, they really are, then you can just add on the t-shirts and stuff like And also, that. we'll be linking all that stuff. So, awesome, yeah. so whoever's <laughs> listening to this or watching, yeah. we'll have links, so yeah, y'all be able to click onto it. Audio. That's good. I mean, the mm-hmm. video description. I'm paying y'all enough for this, so. Yeah, oh yeah, you're. <laughs> you weren't supposed to tell people this was a paid advertisement. <laughs> this is not sponsored. There's no payment being accepted. No, for real, there's no payment being accepted. <laughs> Just, <laughs> there's some big things since that. What was that concert that happened? Or was supposed to happen? Uh, where all the celebrities were like, oh, we're, we're pushing this. And then it. Fire flopped. Festival. Fire Festival. Festival. Yeah, that's the reason why people can't. They have to say they're being mm-hmm. paid. And we are de- most definitely not. Oh, this is not a fire festival. No, this is legit. This is real. <laughs> it's right here. Yeah. Do y'all have any other type of social media presence right now, yeah. like such as Facebook? Do you have a Facebook page? Do you have an Instagram where people can see like your pieces or whatnot? Do you have a? How's this work? So we've been driving pretty heavily on Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Um. So it's just Bear Attack Game on both. Uh. And we've got a we've got a pretty good presence on both. We've we've been able to grow a, a good little good little following on those. And we're also on LinkedIn. You know, just oh yeah, go getting in it's where we business. can. That's it's right. a business. Started a business. That's right. right. So yeah, those are the those are the main things. Actually, on on Monday, uh, so next starting I, whatever the timing of airing is, um, this this upcoming week we're gonna do a giveaway with kind of shares on Facebook and Instagram. We're gonna oh, have cool. a prize. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing that this next week, trying to get some more momentum going, some more yeah. uh, um, visual on the game. Mm-hmm. Splendid. Yeah, that's awesome. cool. Awesome. Well, other than that, I mean, any final takeaways from us about the board game itself? Uh, I'm trying to think. Do I have any more questions or anything? I don't know. I do just. I love like the designs of everything. Yeah, the cards are the cards are awesome. Very. You can see we've got on our Kickstarter page. You can actually go through and we've got every card you can look at. The designs of all the cards are, are yeah. awesome. So, do you also have like any type of video like showing some form of gameplay? Yes, on our Kickstarter we have our intro video. You know that you have on all your Kickstarter pages, yep. and that's kind of an overview. But then we have um, our friends at the Spoken Token Podcast. They did a playthrough of of the game. It's the YouTube video link is on there, and then we with our friends did a uh, the troop play variant, which is teams. We did okay. a playthrough of that, which is also linked on our Kickstarter. So that's cool. So you could play with three teams. You could do. Uh, or I have two teams. teams. You can do three teams. It's just like instead of being the last person standing, it's if the person who is the last person standing is on your team, you win. So it changes okay. completely yeah. changes the strategy of the cards because now you're playing bait to save your teammate across yeah. the board or you know you kind of team up more against other players so yeah oh, so that would be interesting so, so like be, the teams like is super fun your teams and this is your teammate yeah. and you're over here yeah and you're like i have bait you can play over even though it draws the bear towards you instead of it killing your teammate you know you can you might end up here but now your teammate's alive another round exactly right so yeah you kind of okay. yeah you it completely changes the strategy it's a so really that makes cool bear move a whole it's a really lot farther cool. mm-hmm. so and the bear a lot less selfish yeah yeah makes you think think a little bit more Make well, you sure can have kind. you can have alliances in the original version. It just happens where, like, if it's between you and another person, like, 
I mean, a bear attack, like you're going to save yourself. So alliances yeah. fall apart pretty quickly. In the, in the, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we've, we've, seen, we've all seen Survivor. Exactly. So <laughs> Everybody's alliance lasts until that bear gets close. Exactly. <laughs> That's like, exactly what we say. <laughs> Here's some side. fish jerky. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you can do up to six players individually. You can do three teams of two. Can you do two, two teams, teams of three? three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like it. This yeah. game looks fantastic. It really is. I've played a lot of board games. It really is a fantastic um, a really fantastic game. If it weren't so, gr- like, we're not really like me and my wife. Like, we're not. We haven't sold anything before. You know, we're not like. Oh we yeah. Haven't done anything else? Like, this is our first, and it was just really that we believe in the game so much and love this idea specifically so much that it really got us out of our comfort zone to try and like bring <laughs> yeah. to life. Yeah. I, so I, I, I can mean, imagine you took the idea and you ran with it. We and did. Look where it got you. Exactly. A full prototype, <laughs> a Kickstarter, a mm-hmm. social media presence. And you are hitting the ground running. Yeah, and, right. it, and it doesn't have to stop there. I mean, I mean, it, I, even with this Kickstarter, I mean, you said you're like halfway there with mm-hmm. half your half your time yep. remaining. I mean, in the worst case, it doesn't yep. it doesn't hit on Kickstarter, but yep. it doesn't stop there either. I mean, it, we've actually yeah, we've had a couple uh, like board game other publishers that have talked to us about licensing. So that's yeah. another option. You know, if if we can't get it made ourselves. With Kickstarter, it doesn't mean your idea is not good. If it doesn't get funded, it just means you don't have as much visibility right. as Kickstarter wants to promote the ones that are going to make them a ton of money. So oh, the, yeah. the established board game companies, the ones that are going to make them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Or if you don't clean out your cookies, then it's going to show you whatever you've been looking for. Exactly. Maybe for prime example, I look up headphones. What do I get? Kickstarter. Nothing but headphones. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, that's, I don't know. I think just looking at and knowing that this is just a prototype, which yep. to me is... That kind of, that's kind of it's crazy that prototype. this is going to change a lot, mm-hmm. or at least It'd be a higher quality. Yeah, it, higher it's going to be a higher quality. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that kind of blows my mind a little mm-hmm. bit because I'm looking at this and I've seen the, like some of the videos y'all posted and, mm-hmm. and the pictures, and I'm like, this is like a finished game. This it thing is, is yeah. legit. Like, I, I mean, I even though I made, I said this looks like Baby Yoda. I mean, <laughs> it, these are. I know you say that they're not like, I think they're not heavy. They're they're really mm-hmm. light wood, but. They're wooden pieces. Like, right. that's legit. Now, this is exciting. The bear will be super cool. Yes, it'll be much just, cooler than the plastic piece. I'm just happy <laughs> that there's going to be this big mauling bear. Like, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I just think this is going to be really cool. I'm on total full bear. Yeah, pretty much. That's really funny. The, the original idea that I had for the bear that I was like, I have to include this in the game no matter what, is like, was like a reverse Pez dispenser bear. Where when he moved, <laughs> he jumped on the tokens and then ate. Like you could, he ate the people so that they would go inside the. <sighs> he went. You would go inside the bear. I couldn't make it happen. Maybe in an expansion or down the road, I can make it happen. Yeah, but that was that was yeah that was the original idea. That would be I can that would be make so the cool. Map bigger so the hexagons are a little bit wider. Exactly. Yeah, and then just keep the villagers at the same size and make the bear just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and you know what would be, you could even do, like when. When, when this thing, when it's funded, when it's funded and when yeah. it, when it's, when people are, you know, you're getting sales and stuff. Could you imagine like, like expanded sizes and travel sizes? Like, Oh, we're playing yeah. this game, but it's two squares and it's this big. And you got, oh, it's yeah. like for you, you like, and one yeah, other person. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, for sure. What? And then you're like, Oh, or, you know, this is a part, this is the party one. And it's mm-hmm. like extra big. And, yeah, it's for like ten people, and like, no, we're sitting down, we're having a game night. Having a game night, yeah. It's gonna it, be like three hours, mm-hmm. and you're like, what? 
or or have like like two bears or something. I don't know. Two bears, two bears was an idea that was included. It was just hard to figure out the movements of the two bears. That would be yeah. definitely an expansion pack if I had a little more time to, oh, yeah. to figure out those mechanics. But two bears would be would definitely be an addition. And I, mean, I, and, I and these are all just because mm-hmm. that takes more than just going. Hey, let's add two. Let's bears. just add a second bear. It'd be great. That would be awesome. <laughs> or hey, let's let's make a smaller version. Like no, you have to like think There's about so it and play with it. And, to it. Like yeah. you said, you've but played hundreds of played times. Hundreds of times we have. Tweaked if you it. add three bears, you can add a Goldilocks card. <laughs> that's this a good one idea. Is just right. That would be just right. <laughs> I think that's what they came up with this one. They went, "Oh, this one is just right." Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is like legitimately cool. So mm-hmm. I thank you. I'm I'm stoked. We're gonna have to play this like yeah, anytime, anytime, oh, anytime. over and over again. Especially, and I, I, I don't think it's been said enough. This game, like the time it takes to play it, is like excellently placed. Like it's, it's not, it's not going to be like, oh, that was we're done. And it's not. <laughs> well, is this game ever yeah. going to end? Mm-hmm. Like when you're playing Risk and neither of you want to attack, and it's only two people left. <laughs> like just, yes. I, I have eighty. I got eighty-five troops here yeah. and one hundred and twenty here, and you got forty here. Just let me kill you. Uh-huh. No, it's, I'm backing yeah. them up. <laughs> it's a much better ending than a Monopoly or a Risk where, yeah, it's a much better ending. Which, so. personally, I, I love the game of Risk. Oh, but yeah, I've, me too. But <laughs> It is, like I said, I've had to, I have to plan to play it. Awesome. Well, I mean, on top of that, any uh, final words about the game itself, the campaign, any uh, reach out, like any plugs or whatnot? Uh, back Bear Attack. Back Bear Attack. On Kickstarter. Back bear bear attack. attack. Back Bear Attack. Like Any amount helps, you know, with, with Kickstarter metrics. A $1 pledge gets us one more pledger or one more backer so yeah. that, you know, gives us more visibility. So whatever you can do, if it's $1, if you want to buy the game, which I think you should because it's awesome, then, yeah, do it. Yeah, help, us, help us make it possible. You said the backing to get the game is $30? $30, yeah. That's, which is that's a good way affordable for, mm-hmm. for a board game. They're is that all is that what millennials? The, that's three Starbucks coffees. Yes. Hey, that is like if you want to do a percentage of what you just got from the stimulus payment, that's like you can't. Nothing. That's like you nothing. Buy, you that's, might as well just buy a whole bunch of them. Exactly. Give them to your friends. It's like two percent of your stimulus payment. <laughs> it's two percent. Hey, you know that might be. This might be the perfect time. I will say that there was some discussions around planning around when we thought the stimulus <laughs> payments were going to come out, and but. Well it's done. only thirty dollars. Like, come on, checks. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> and really, thirty dollars for a board game, especially these days. I mean, they're yeah. getting forty, fifty bucks or mm-hmm. more. Yeah. And they're not, they're not any more thought out or higher quality than this game is. We're so we're we're in this to to get the game made because we love it. We're not in here to make a ton of money. You yeah. Know? So we we want to we just love this game so much we want to see it out there and that's and see, that's the truth. That's the best thing is when you see someone go after a project because of the passion for it. Yeah. Not because of the money. And that's when you know it's going to be good. like the game is going to be yeah. legitimately good. It's mm-hmm. not going to be this is good because it's like Monopoly. This uh-huh. is good because it's like life. This mm-hmm. is good because it's well thought out and it's just it's a passion project. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to have any shortcuts because it's yeah. for us. So, I mean, it's not like video games where you have a very crappy game that comes out at the beginning yeah. and then people buy into it because they're like, oh, there's so much hype behind it. Yeah. And then turn around and be like, oh, this is a piece of crap. And then six months later, that's when the company finally realized, like, oh, people have stopped <laughs> playing our game. Let's use the money that we swindled out of them to make it better. Exactly. I'm not going to name company names. Are you talking about, like, uh, a, a game that's set in a certain year? With a bunch of cyber stuff? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of punks in that game too. I know. <laughs> Feels like everything around it's a punk. <laughs> Man, well, seriously, I I really I'm really happy you were able to come hang Thank out with this and, yeah. and and let us take a look at this game and like I I like I said I I've been following it a little bit and it's it's totally different up close like yeah i don't know it's just cool i really like it well thank you so thank you so much for letting us do this interview with you mm -hmm. uh it's been great i now fully know board games out there we'll want to play yeah uh, besides monopoly five years and <laughs> still in a ziploc baggie in my top drawer <laughs> true story. you're like i'm not playing <laughs> it's a true story I owned one of the blue cards. Uh, any final words, Patchy? Uh, I've never been called Patchy before, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking camping. So. That's a new one. Uh, that might be my final word. Oh, my, my name's Patchy. No, uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, go back, Bear Attack. Back, Bear Attack. Like and follow them on That's Facebook nice. and Instagram at Bear Attack Games. Bear Attack Game. 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 Games. Yep. Bear Attack Game. Bear Attack Game. Mm -hmm. Awesome day possible. And you'll get all your updates on there. And also check out the Kickstarter. It's going to be linked if you're watching the video mm -hmm. on YouTube. It's below. If you're listening, it's going to be in the video description. So awesome. We'll be uh we're also going to be pushing some stuff on our on our uh uh social medias as well. So we'll be linking yeah. it through that. Links, and uh, photos, a fun video. Yeah, I've got I've got a bunch of promotional video uh Ooh. well the promotional videos are in the Kickstarter, but I got a bunch of promotional like images and stuff that we're gonna double woo. we're gonna be throwing out there too so so you're gonna get an even better look at that through social media yeah. and then be sure to check out that kickstarter because this thing is cool especially if you love board games even a little bit oh yeah this is uh, this is good because it's it's simple enough yes and yet it's the concept well is so out. simple you know you can you just don't get eaten you know? don't get eaten yeah it's it's good enough to make your board night or your your game night uh rotation for sure all right so let's see. I guess we're uh, going back to the regular podcast here, then, aren't we? Yep. So on that note, uh, we're going to throw it back to the guys over at the studio on Which the audio version. Is, and good luck editing this. That is literally us. <laughs> so we're throwing it back to ourselves. All right. Bye now. See ya. All right. And that was the interview with the creators of Bear Attack coming to Kickstarter. Yeah, it's sad. They got a Kickstarter going, and uh, we'll be posting links and stuff to that. Also, check out our social media because I'll be posting all kinds of promotional stuff this week to uh, kind of direct you to that. Uh, also, be able to be sure to check the YouTube page. I'm going to edit our our visual part of the of the interview, and uh, we'll be able to check that out and actually see the game in action to some extent. Anyway, so yeah, that was it. Looks it looks good even though I haven't seen it yet technically at this point. Actually, I have kind of seen it, so it does look like a lot of fun. You have. I haven't. I have no idea what this is. But Yeah, uh, it, yeah it, it looks fine. And these, it, yeah, they are, uh, they are very passionate about their board games, so they put a lot of work into this, and it's, it's cool. So yeah, just be sure to check it out and also watch the YouTube and go back and listen to this if you're like, I missed something. It was probably in there. And if it wasn't, ask us, because we can get the answers for you. Absolutely, because we have Google, and then yes. we experienced it in person. And uh, also, I know, I know the people who are making it, so. There you go. He knows the creators. That's right. Awesome day, possum. Well, everybody, that wraps up episode 39 of the Double XP. 
Remember to like and review us on your podcast platform of choice because it really helps us out in the long run. Yep. You can find me at BioMosley on Twitter. And you can find me uh, on all the social medias at Bloodthringa, which is B-L-O-D-H-T-H-R-I-N-G-A. We're going to have to write a song. Even after week, after episode 52, it won't matter anymore. You're just going to have to learn how to spell it. So have fun with that. Yeah. And as always, we want to thank you for tuning in for your weekly dose of double XP. Y'all have a good one. See y'all.